romance, architecture. Dude, where are the comic books at this Barnes and Noble? Uh, 16th century YA, vampire nonfiction. Excuse me, sir, uh, where are your comic books? Oh, right this way. Here you are. Born standing up? Sign language? Bossy pants? We want comic books, not books written by comics. Oh, my mistake, gentlemen. Here we are. Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh, I see. We want comic books, not cosmic books. Sorry, we should enunciate better. Oh, my mistake. Now, surely, this is it. Mindfulness? Zen practice? Dharma and you? Oh, come on. You didn't seriously think we said karmic books. You're messing with us. Listen, I was trying to protect you. You don't want no part of this comic book world. They're dangerous. When it comes to comic books, you're going to have to convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-gined ecologist tries to convince a couple of spread ticks to get on board with their contraceptive, sometimes downright vulv-usual obsession. Uh, I'm hosting today, my name's Jeff, uh, getting a lot of sort of disappointed looks from across the table. Um, That's the fun thing we do where we just kind of like mix up the description of our show with some fun puns. Uh, a lot of those, <laughs> a lot of those on the show today so far. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm sitting across from Ben Castle, Heidi Ho, uh, lovely co-host and Thayer for shit. Meow meow meow. The, a, a French guy. Yep. The other guy. Uh, and our guest today is Jesse Sanchez, and Jesse is a filmmaker. An opinionated fuck. Hey, from Los me. Angeles, California. Oh yeah, let's give it up. All right, I clapped a little early. <laughs> that's all right. That's enthusiasm. Welcome, Jesse. Yeah, welcome, dude. Thanks, thanks for having me, me on, guys. I have I have lots of stuff to say because I'm an opinionated fuck. <laughs> um, and you are here today to talk about comic books, which I'm surprised we haven't had as a topic yet. I feel like a lot of people like that's like their niche thing that not a lot of people are into like a good it's it's a pretty broad subject when you know looking at the the different things that were brought up because like and i'm curious because i i feel like from the list maybe i'm just reading into things but because there was also disney films and anime so i'm wondering are y'all like too grown up for comics? Is that is that the thing where it's like for little kids? Oh, is that interesting. Sort of like you know, or 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 adults who want to live as children still. Like is that because that's the stereotype for right. people who like anime and comic books and Disney films as adults. And I could defend any of those things, but I'm going <laughs> with comics today. But I, but they all fall under the same stigma of you don't want to grow up, do you? Interesting. That's a good, yeah. That's a good thesis. I don't think that's the case for me. It might be, and I'm not totally aware of it. I would say with comic books, I'm more of like uh, my issues with it would be more like cost, mm-hmm. like it's so cost intensive, and I like I'm afraid of diving in too deep, and then yeah, uh, buying way too many books and and being crazy about it. But uh, Thayer, do you? What do you do? What's your experience with comic books? I've bought a couple Star Wars ones. That's that, that would be it. my first question: Is yeah. what, what have you guys? What do you know? Like, what have you? Have you read anything? Did that turn you off? Have you? Did you just know someone who was too into? Like, what? What's kind of kept you from from 
even checking it out enough that I'm that I'm here. You know, for me, it's like I've read them as a kid for sure. I was really into X Men back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and I think for me, it's like now I read so little in general that when I do read, I like tr- want to make sure. It's like definitely benefiting me. Not that comic books stole can't words benefit. Right, stole you. the words right from my mouth. But yeah. like, it's like I need to read more, and I feel like comic books I would definitely get into. But I'd be like, man, I should probably be doing something to improve my brain. Uh, but that, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I'm not. I don't have a against it. Like I don't think they're too young or anything. But I just haven't, you know, haven't come back around since since my youth. Thayer and I just committed to reading the Once and Future King. Oh, so, right. Okay. That's a big okay. chunk. <laughs> but, like, I might re- gonna renege on that. Gonna do, yeah, re- well, and reading, you know, I understand, like, you know, you want to, it is a, there's a, there's a certain element of, uh, commitment that you, right. that it, people imagine. But if you read an ongoing series, like, there's plenty of stuff that, you know, it's, it's like the difference. There's like, there's plenty of, uh, it's like telenovelas and soap operas. Soap operas run for 30 years, telenovelas stop. Right. They stop like the story ends, and so there are like like one of my one of my favorite like limited series is by uh, Brian K. Vaughn. He wrote some episodes of uh, fifth season of Lost, and uh, he's done a bunch of stuff. But he did this thing called Why the Last Man, and it's about this the first issue. It's just this guy. He's got a pet monkey, and then all of a sudden, every male on the planet dies but him and the monkey. Oh man. Every cool. male, Curious every George? male. He's literally the him and the, him and the monkey are the only two living men on the on Earth, and oh. and like, you know, it's like it's like you know, just random. No, the, the whole thing. I'm not going to give it away, but it, the whole you know, all of a sudden, just for no reason, every male is dead, and so everywhere he goes, like he's the only guy, and he knows he's this rare, limited, you know, thing, right. and you know, and and. It sounds like a bad porn setup, but he, he <laughs> only, oh, baby. but he only has he oh, only oh, actually ah. has sex in the series twice. Are there female the, monkeys? Uh, no, I don't think the, the and uh, his name is You're Yorick, sick, which dude. is a, <laughs> You're sick, I just man. feel bad for the I don't for the monkey. If, sure, it's no, the, the monkey. You're thinking the monkey about. never. I don't think they ever do pair off the monkey. Now that I think that's about. really but anyway, tragic. They they've been trying to. The Shia LaBeouf was going to be in the movie version of okay. it, but they were like the only way to do the whole story is to make the whole trilogy because it's a it's a mm. long it's a long series, right? But um. But it's not something that it's gonna, you know, if you start reading it, it's just gonna go on and on and on, and you're just in it until you get sick of it, you're like right. like Batman or Superman, where it's just or X Men, where it's ongoing. Yeah. yeah. So there's stuff like that where it tells a contained story, and and it does a lot of interesting stuff. And the thing that I think is interesting with comics that, um, I, you know, I think a lot of us we casually watch stuff while we eat, while we're like hanging around. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the medium is that it's static, and so I can eat and read, and I don't miss anything. Right. I'm not going to miss a line. Right. I'm not going to miss something in the background that's important. I can look at the image and go and take a bite or do whatever I'm doing, and then follow what's going on, and I know I'm not missing anything. And I'm really, you know, taking it in. Well, that's what it, that's what I've noticed about books is like, I can't, you can't half-ass it mm-hmm. the way you can with TV. Like I can I can give a TV show like five minutes, and if it isn't really grabbing me, I'm probably going to go on my phone because I'm a sick. You're a sick millennial. millennial. Let me tell you, I'm one of the worst of them. Well, they, yeah, the, and I'll that's the thing you. is that literature, like you know, it'll take 
especially if you're reading something, you know, like depending on what it is, but like, like I, I hadn't read like a long thousand page, uh, long, long novel in a while. And I, I read Lonesome Dove, which is like a thousand pages. Mm -hmm. And so, or it's, it's like 1200. And like the, the characters aren't even set up until like, 300 pages in. Oh. And like, and yeah, but you know what? Yow. And like, I'm not trying to start ranting about books right now, but it's something where, holy crap, it felt like I wasn't even like it. What it didn't feel like a narrative. It felt like I was reading history because mm. things are moving at such a non like, and now we're setting Glacial. up this plot pace, but it's not the thing is, is that their characters are interacting Jeff, no. and setting the no. world up. Like, I understand. No, I understand the impatience of like, get to it already right. and that's not what novels are really about right, they right. have they do a lot more setting and setting things up and that's kind of why i feel like um and i still read but i feel like comics are this medium where you can kind of read a few issues like you would watch an episode or two of a show and if it's not doing it for you you can move on and but at the same time you can get kind of a feel for it and the other thing is that um because it's visual it lets it really gives you this uh it lets you it lets it do things that are very cinematic like in, in you know fights and action sequences and things that books can't really quite do yeah because when you're reading someone like you know and he's you know it's like down to the wire like you're you're reading quickly but it doesn't have that same tension of of when it's you know reading someone like grabbing at something they need to save their life versus watching you know even the still image right. of someone's hand grabbing like it has more of a desperate and also I think facial expressions yeah like I think there's a lot of really interesting uh, the way that artists they manage to get to to draw the one facial expression within the within the the comic frame that tells you exactly where the character's at so and it's so very, would you argue that like uh like a comic because it focuses on this one frame instead of like a three second frame of someone's facial expression mm -hmm. it's telling you which of those frames is like the most important exactly like the evolution of it, a yes yeah because i mean the big the big question for me is like why a comic book over an anime or something mm -hmm. i want to see in between those panels and know? i, I want to see I what's going on and i you don't totally... want to read <laughs> i want to see how you get from one read. panel to another <laughs> and you um, want to you want a comic flip book essentially and that's <laughs> what i i kind of imagined it was going to come down to we don't want right. to read right. Right. Like, yeah. of course, of course. i don't agree with jeff i like reading uh i don't want a trophy every time i finish a book like this guy Ooh, over here i honestly would though i would <laughs> uh that would be something to put on your yeah. shelf to be like i did that so you want a medal yes yes i do <laughs> well and, and it's weird because yeah people do refuse to read comics yeah and uh the the industry's made these weird motion comics where they have voice actors come in and they read the lines to you mm -hmm. and they make the oh, they man. animate the panels mm -hmm. a little bit and it's the actual panels, it's the actual art, but they right. move them around. They're so like, like we've got I, all these comics laying around. Yeah. Let's adapt all the art into this weird, like, weird video. hybrid yeah, non because it's yeah. not because yeah. it's not fluid animation. Right. It's right. just it's them, like fading from one panel into another. It doesn't fade, and, yeah. but they they like kind holographic but, almost. No, Ken no, Burns. Because it's Let's sort keep of pitching it's, before he gets it's like thing. a cutout <laughs> style. It's like they they just cut out 
and like like if the arm was down, right. it just slides South up. Pop ups. Like yeah, it's very like, simple, and and it's most and the, the and it's on it's, an iPad or something, right? Yeah, no, you yeah. well, and you can mm-hmm. see they have them on YouTube for some of them. Like I know they did one for Watchmen. Like they've they've done a few of them for people. Like I think they put them on the DVDs sometimes. And okay. are you just like there's? Are you just not into that? That is just not. It's weird. The, I watch them and I'm like, man, I'm just gonna go read the comic because the mm-hmm. thing is, is that like. It's okay, like I, I, you know what? It, it's it's that uh, they have the lines now, and so the lines are being read in time. Right. But the faces are all the freeze yeah. image that we were just discussing of yeah. just the important expression. So it's not, re- you know, so there's it's no like taking that imagination out. And, and, and it's like it's tr- it's putting in acting, but it's not putting in all the acting. Right. Like you get the voice acting, but no face acting. It starts to mess with me, where I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like I need yeah. the face to kind of sync up with what the yeah. voice is doing somewhat. Right. Very uncanny now, valley. It's been yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since I've gotten into the comic world are there still like sound effects written in what are yeah. some of your favorites if that's the case <laughs> well and actually this is something again i think that comics Shlunk. like the what i like is that they the voices like if someone has a boomy voice mm. they put an extra circle around the the the, the oh, balloon cool. yeah. if they have a raspy voice it's oh, like the, bo- the and like so, the dark knight and it used to have that squiggly. yeah and so it, it <sighs> yeah exactly and that's so the the balloon would have like a little like Frayed edge, exactly. Whoa, is Batman here? Big comic book fan. Oh my god, Jesse, Batman is here. Batman, which one? There's so many. Batman, which which Batman are you? My parents are dead. Don't do this (laughs) to me. Okay. Uh, Any anybody have any dire questions for Batman that have been on your mind? I don't want to. Because that seemed that seemed like it had nothing to do with his parents. The question we just asked. It's so true. I don't, don't, I don't know. Don't if he's it's, no, but that's his classic put off. You know. Yeah. Why are you talking about my parents? It's okay if you all don't want to talk about it. Has not helped me with all the pain I felt then. How's your sex life, Vicky Vale? I'm oh, in love classic. with my mom, who's dead. <laughs> oh, wow! That took wow. a turn. I was expecting Oedipus. him to be kind of closed off to Oedipus. Hey, let's let's not get, at all. I like I like the Oedipus reference though. Yeah, going. You gonna take Joe Cass's brooch over there? To your eyes? Call back to way back. Do you think you're in control? It's me, Bane. Oh, Bane's here as well. <laughs> Bane, good yes. lord. Um, two, I'm two here Bane. as a support. I heard Batman what? had trouble with his parents. We're talking about our sex lives. Oh, uh, you, you've joined the Convince Me podcast. We're, ta- we're talking about uh, our sex lives with characters from the Batman universe. I still love my mom. Let's uh, just let Bane and Batman duke it, take it, duke it out. Batman, your mother's a whore. What? Oh my God! She needed to wear a mask over her head for your father to make sweet love to her. My God, man, I'm kind of into that. You're watching. You're listening to convince me. <laughs> All right, I have to go blow up Gotham. I am Gotham's <laughs> reckoning. Shall see you later. Okay, I'll meet you at top of the tower at ten. Fine. Ciao. Oh, there they go. Great. great. I, I thought I'd put a little watermark on that yeah, so, so nobody it pulls it out. Did it get pulled out by Christopher Nolan? Oh, yeah. That was a great visit. Jesse, good speaking visit. Oh, yeah. of those weird animated, semi-animated... Yeah, motion you, comics. Yeah. So I tried, to, I tried to start getting back into comics about a year ago when the Marvel Star Wars came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought the first... Rounds of like there was Star Wars, Darth Vader, Princess Leia. 
I read a couple of the ones that bridge that go after after Jedi, and they they mm-hmm. show Poe Dameron's parents yep. fighting yep. in the Battle of Yavin, I believe, or not Yavin, not Yavin, Battle of Endor. Yeah, where, where for those I? listening, we're sorry. It was the Battle of Andor. Uh, They're so similar. So yeah, I bought. Yeah, well, a- they are both Death Star fights. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like- now, quick, just a uh, question for me is like, so uh, yeah, yeah, quick question for me. How you're listening to convince me? Uh, it's like our graphic novels. Are you grouping that in with comics? comics? Are, yeah. I- you know, honestly, so like Watchmen, I know it's technically I'll even graphic, throw no. in Egyptian hieroglyphics and emojis. Anything oh. that uses images no, that emojis. tells a story. You, you got my interest. <laughs> See, that's, that's comics. Yeah. That's, when people, like, have you seen Gifts. someone made a, a, uh, an emoji adaptation of Big Lebowski? And oh. it's perfect. It, you can read it and you can follow the story. Trippy, like and the it, bums lost. And- <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I like the. I like the. Um, what's the word? Restraint. The constraint of mm-hmm. emojis, like it's it's just fun whenever you put a constraint on something. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. That's all I have to oh, say. Well, I you're think, listening to convince me. <laughs> I just think that you know if you're using graphic images in a sequence to tell a narrative, yeah, that's a comic. That makes well, sense. Yeah. I like yeah. that. So, yeah. so that's that. You can you could put in hieroglyphics and you could put in emojis if you want to go through the whole spectrum of what could apply as a comic now, that to me is where i'm where i'm drawing the line which Thayer's is pretty much a big everything. fan of uh he'll text women uh like kind of egg, eggplant like water drops uh <laughs> like hungry face uh, that's how i describe that emoji now, does that mean you're hungry for for eggplant oh, or that's for the eggplant symbol because because i'm getting it because if <laughs> you're sending it to a girl i'm assuming you're trying to imply something sexual but right. it or, seems like or do i just like veggies you know that's why i walk that line <laughs> veggie penis so, so they. What I'm saying is, there's a very graphic representation. And then um, afterwards, I do parentheses veggie penis, just so they're clear. <laughs> so we're all on the same it's page. Helpful. It's good communication. And then the m- half uh, hatched chick in an egg. That's my go-to. That is. I I, I think Thayer used that. For, oh, it might have been my friend Russell actually in college. I didn't. What? 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 Somebody, if somebody just respond like ended a conversation with the hatch chick once, and I was like, "This is a great emoji to end with." <laughs> yeah, it's a really I, I use, one. I use the alligator and the sushi roll because they they mean whatever the hell I want, yeah. and I love to throw those in because yeah. it's just. You figure out what yeah. I'm saying with that. Love I've been getting into Moonface a lot. <laughs> Moonface. Like, oh, my doing? God. Less Moonface. You're less Moonface. No, I love Head the Head of moon CBS face. emoji? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my, my question was going to be... Is that like an old Dirty Rock joke? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's yeah, pretty much. died in yeah. that yeah. deep yeah. cut. Wow. Deep cut. Uh, uh, so my question was going to be, as I was getting into these Marvel Star Wars comics... They have these little like codes you can get. So I got them on my iPhone as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, what do you go to? Do you want physical pages? Do you want? Oh no, no. I, I I'm like you said about the expense. I'm I <laughs> I don't I can't pay for every comic oh, yeah. I read. Unfortunately, I'm still out like freelancing and struggling, and I have crazy student loan debt, like many millennials my age. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, so no, I I read scans like a bastard. Like a, you know, and is that like and a bootleg? Pretty much. Okay. Like you can find like PDFs and CBRs of of uh, of and you know, and there are just like there are people ripping TV shows. There are guys that scan these things every Tuesday, and they are up and like they're, they're like so. If you that's how, like I wanted to. I'm I have always kind of favored DC over Marvel and DC relaunch. So I wanted to read some of their like starting from you know starting over stuff. So I read some of like Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman. Just 
just to check out what they were doing. Yeah. Did you did and you buy it or No, no. Ooh. I read no. I don't like police over I here. Went to, so I'm wondering if there's an equivalent of this for you. I went to a Drake concert on Wednesday. Uh-huh. It was two hundred dollars, uh-huh. which was a lot. And oh, it wasn't yeah. even that good of a concert because when he does concerts, he I've talked about this all week. It's he, not he good at music. He has like to on appeal, the album? He has to appeal to his fans who have like a broad spectrum of taste. He, so. he needs to get some he has to have some Snapchatable moments in the show. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it wasn't it wasn't my favorite concert. Yeah, but 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 I felt like it was me paying two hundred dollars for the years of music that I've listened to for okay. free. I'm, you never I'm that albums? way. Yeah. yeah, and I'm that way too. Where I. I know I can't support up front, but like actually, I brought in something I I did buy. I read, I scanned this, I read scans of this, and then I finally bought it. Um, We're looking at it's Jeff's. What is it? Jeff Smith's, and it sounds like a cheesy, like a cheesy uh, uh, porno mag name from, but instead bone. of like jugs, it's, it's called, called Bone. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but it's yeah. actually but it's Bone actually, is like. So I mean, jugs is about the boobies. Yeah. Bone is <laughs> boobies. Well, what is it about, Jeff? I don't. You're listening to convince me. Let's, uh... <laughs> but oh yeah, this is almost like a comic sh- bone. I'm looking at bone right now. This yeah. is, almost reminds me of like a Sunday comic strip. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it originally came out in black and white, but that's a colored one. But it uh, it was independently made, and that's the thing that I love about comics is that un you know you can you can make your own thing and completely create your own world, and uh, and and really you know get to to control the, the the thing with with bonus is a fantasy thing and what i like with fantasy comics in particular is that a lot of fantasy imagery and literature it's not always quite clear what certain things look like right and so when in a comic where you can just instantly see what it's what it looks like it's so much at least for a visual person like me and yeah. i still love to read but for certain things like it's just it's very like you know like hp lovecraft does not describe what cthulhu looks like right he describes what right. he doesn't look like right so like there's yeah that's and, a good like, point i did yeah. love in like c.s lewis like the narnia books mm-hmm. when they would have like chapter header and they'd have a little illustration of what's yeah. happening yeah like that's fun you get it, a little into it gives it. you a little context yeah. and like and a little bit of uh, understanding of space mm-hmm. and and i like that and i feel like that's something that books unless they get very verbose in their descriptions it's not it's not always easy to tell where things are or what the relationships are to certain Mm -hmm. things and uh and so you know i like how comics like like a movie can just show that to you in an image and then get to the story right and so you don't spend the time finding out you know okay the table's in the middle of the room and there's a mirror next to it and the mirror is this much bigger than the table and like and you have to build this image in your mind and it's important for the for you to follow the story but it sometimes depending on how much detail is in there you end up spending a lot of time just building this room in your head and right. in a comic it's just it's right there i'm a very uncreative person so <laughs> Can uh, those kind of things uh yeah so uh, we're going to go to our first commercial because Ben touched his watch across the table. <laughs> um, but don't Just worry. Trying to I got, help you, buddy. Trying to help you. I got, the, I got it down. I got it down. I was headed there. You're listening to Convince Me. You're listening to Convince Me, and uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. In today's fast-paced global economy, you got to move to where you can find work. And you know what moving means? Box shopping. That's right. Everyone's least favorite part of moving, going to the box store haggling with those used box salesmen, and getting that cardboard smell all in your car. Ugh. Well, good news. You can say goodbye to the box store blues with our new mail order service, Box Trunk. 
Every month, we'll send you a trunk full of locally sourced artisan cardboard boxes. You just keep the boxes you want and send back those you don't. You'll only be charged for the boxes that you use with Box Trunk. Now, of course, we know that you won't be moving every month, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't get a nice trunk full of boxes from Box Trunk. If you're not moving, boxes can come in handy as nightstands, chairs, or even storage space for other empty boxes. Say goodbye to the box salesman and hello to Box Trunk. Sign up for Box Trunk today at your local box store. Should have called it Box Box. <laughs> oh man, they've—I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I was... I, I, it takes on a whole other meaning. In high school, the word "box" was a synonym for the female animal. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, uh, box, box, still is, is I think. Yeah. Vagina is wow. vagina. So that—that that, I was hearing that very differently. Yes. Well, you know, this is the <laughs> hey, show where a wide guyed yeah. ecologist. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, especially yeah, with all the the lady part opening yeah. puns. I was waiting you know, for the follow up. Just a to that. couple of guys talking about lady parts. Yeah. So. Uh, I have a <laughs> got a cue for you. Great transition, as always. Uh, well, so what are some of your like all time favorite comics? I know that's kind of a cop out question, oh, but like, no. like yeah. there's well, there's that's the thing with comics is that it's sort of like with movies. Like you've got indie stuff, you've got the you know big well known stuff, you've got you know esoteric weird stuff that most people don't haven't right. heard about so like and and honestly i would also count things like like comic strips like calvin and hobbs and, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah because like calvin and hobbs even though it's every day like if you read the collections that he did stories that connect for mm-hmm. you know weeks at a time so that add up to what would basically be a, a comic book like it hasn't you know and so it has a continuing narrative we you know and uh strip to strip if like it can actually have a continuing narrative but each three panel yeah every four panels is a joke and yet it's still telling a story it's it's amazing and its efficiency to still be funny and still continually build on itself like especially day after day and like and that's the thing with with daily comic guys they go that's why they always retire or go nuts or have someone else come and take over because it's just crazy having to sit every day and be like i yeah. gotta be funny right yeah <laughs> like, and that's why we're all trying to make it in comedy <laughs> <laughs> well i think with with it kind of like translates to sketch because a lot of us are sketch people um mm-hmm. like if you can because like why why would anybody watch a, an individual sketch is my sort of like insecurity about sketch all the time is like why would somebody start watching this one uh unless like the title has a pun in it or whatever but like yeah but if you can kind of make sketches like run together and create like you know that's that's i think that's positive yeah so some of like some of my favorite (laughs) great addition jeff (laughs) great addition addition. (laughs) some of my favorite indie stuff is stuff like like i mentioned earlier flaming carrot the tick uh, there's the, the, to go esoteric. Read Fleming, world's toughest milkman. I love the title. I love the Tick TV show. Yeah, I lo- the great... cartoon or the live action one. The cartoon. Okay, I've and I've I'm I'm a Tick nerd, so I <laughs> like and like they they Amazon just picked up the series from the pilot they just put out. So there's going to be another wow. version. I did and... like the live action. Okay, there weren't that many. It was like one season. Yeah, it was the... one season, like nine episodes or seven episodes, yeah. real short. What's the premise? Just for those for sure. of us, it's a it, Tick is a is a he's a giant blue guy. He has he's he's not he has a face, but his he has this blue suit. He never yeah. takes it off, and he has Tick antenna on the top okay. of his head. He's he's basically invulnerable; like nothing can hurt him. And he's just this big cloddish dude, and like he's he's kind of he's very slow, and he's very but he, and uh, 
it's not really sh- like his origins kind of not really specified but right. and his sidekick is this guy Arthur who's a normal dude and he dresses like a moth and he has a he has wings he can fly okay. and he's sort of the brains mm. of it and he kind of keeps tick from like going completely crazy cuz like Again, Tick has super strength and can't really be like harmed. It's like a, a so. mice and men situation. It kind mm-hmm. of is. It mm-hmm. actually, you, you know what? I, it's funny. I never really thought of it, but you're absolutely right. It is. <laughs> it's it's of mice and men with with powers and awesome. and and it satirizes a lot of comic book stuff, like of especially the in the the version that came out in the '90s, like the cartoon mm-hmm. and the TV show, both kind of made fun. Of, well, TV show made fun of more of TV show stuff, mm. but the cartoon made fun of a lot of comic book. Uh, types and moors and things that they do. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah, they have Dang. like a league, like a bunch of yeah. other, it's kind of like mystery men. Yeah, he okay. has a bunch okay. of ridiculous villains. Like he has a bunch of, like Tick has like, he has a guy that has a head for a shovel. Like his head <laughs> is a shovel and he talks and like, but, and, and like it, it just has, it makes, Shovelhead. yeah, he has a bunch of ridiculous, silly villains yeah, and, awesome. and it's very, it's fun. It's very tongue in cheek. And uh, and he's he's just he says all these crazy kind of over the top heroisms and like oh man and and uh, and it's funny because I Patrick Warburton plays him yeah. in the series and I was just completely like his Patrick Warburton's voice took over in my head as yeah. the Tick's voice putty. yeah That's yeah cool. putty from Seinfeld yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man yeah. if you like putty from Seinfeld yeah. watch the Tick live action <laughs> so series like from '99 he's the star of it and like and he's playing this lunk-headed superhero the whole time that's a perfect he's having role a gr- for oh he's him. having yeah. a great it's time so like every line is just so perfect for him and so I kind of was like when Amazon put out this new series I'm like oh man. They got to get someone else because Patrick Warburton has a show now. He has a sitcom, so he couldn't What's come back. I can't remember what his show. Seinfeld it's, too. Oh, yeah. okay, it's, cool. It's like some CBS family sitcom. It's it's, it's nothing unique or interesting yeah, at all. Yeah. But he's he's got a steady gig, and you know it's good for him. Good for, good for him, dude. <laughs> unfortunately, I wish he could be Tick again. But you know what? The guy they got, uh, Peter Safinowitz, who who's done a bunch of voice acting over the years. Oh my god, like his version like he I now hear him in my head like cuz well, Tix has a lot of crazy like enough of your hot little you know your hot bullets like and weird <laughs> stuff and he says it in a way right. with a boomy tone right. and like he just sells the shit out of it. Right. And like and those kind of those kind of superhero lines you see them on the page and you read them in your head but to hear some guy like say it in just the right way where you're like oh crap that's the character. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. It sounds like a Opposite of convince. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> we no. taught you. You know what? Uh, That's better than comic books. But you know what? The, the here's TV the thing, show. though. The comics can do things that TV show isn't going to get to do. First, mm-hmm. not only in terms of scale, but in terms of uh, of characters and different. And you, you know, you gotta when you make a TV show or a movie, you have to make your money back. Yeah. So you have to appeal to a certain. A, you have to. You have to. Scale things back to a certain degree to make sure that you're going to get enough people to sh- to watch the thing to be a success. It's like right. it's like books and TV, and so it's like the comics, there are so can, many more books and well, and, in the comics know, he can go nuts. He can do all kinds. There's yeah. there's no limit. <laughs> I'm full of them. I'm full of them. You know books and TV. You guys know this, but but it's just like you're able to make more fringe, like tell you can fringe do, stories. You can do weirder shit. You, you can do weirder stuff, and he's already a weird character, and and so that that to, you're right that like there's 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 differences between film, television, 
comic books, music. They all do things that I disagree. Some, that some things that <laughs> there's all things that some of them can do that the others can't. Right, right. And so you know that's and uh, and that's what makes them all fun to to be you know to check out. But comics in themselves do have this specificity, this this freedom that that these larger scale adaptations could never hope for because it's just whatever they can draw. Right. And so and and again with uh with with sort of fantastical things, weirder things like no one has to go build this thing and or put it into CGI and try to make it look convincing and like that's its own sort of so that suspension of disbelief is not going to get in the way right. like it's it's right there and your your imagination can just fill in the blanks between the panels instead of having to be like well this would have been cool if they had a little more money yeah right, th- there's right. no like indie cgi unfortunately maybe someday <laughs> I mean, unless, yeah you're well if, like a- if the, what the problem would well, yeah if they unionize and like you know find some kind of way to make it fair but yeah right, it, it right. does it does kind of suck that well sausage that party was street. sausage the big thing with sausage party is like as much as <laughs> why do we keep the trash <laughs> trash <laughs> film um it like people were like it's amazing that this can be a cartoon because cartoons are expensive to make like they're like it's amazing that something so stupid and for oh, right can like be made into a cartoon. Now they made, Such a great addition, yeah. Joe. <laughs> they they made that though on like I mean that's the thing. They made what was that like 12 or 14 million? Really? Spent, yeah, that's it's, so it's cheap. incredibly low for, yeah. a, for, yeah. a, they made for a an animated feature. They incredibly low. Yeah, yeah Inside Out's like 80 to 90 million. Well, sh- I mean sh- like anything Pixar they're spending like a million a minute. Because they have so many years on the back end of development. Well, and the, yeah, because they rewrite the thing seven times. I mean, that's the that's the thing with yeah. with them is that they storyboard and then they put it out and they rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it and Can then I they guys? it. Writing is rewriting. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just that? Edition thing. Uh, Pixar too big to fail. <laughs> I want your opinion. <laughs> oh, too big to... Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. You know what? Last Dinosaur had me kind of checking out. Who did yeah. I was, yeah. I was, and that was Honestly, the first... Honestly, I hope it was the last dinosaur that... I saw. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's the good dinosaur. I don't want to say it anymore. It's the good dinosaur. Thank you. <laughs> Back away the from the dinosaur. mic, gentlemen. I hope it was the last one, because it would like... That That was just reaching for me. I, did, I didn't even finish it. Dinosaur, I get like and I, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. the easy I'm, one is... The easy one is the bad dinosaur. Of yes. course, um, but I want to yeah. call back to Dinosaur, the other Disney feature they tried to make Ooh, that bombed yeah. years oh, and years yeah. ago because maybe Disney just can't make dinosaur animated features. Maybe that's God. Wow. Yeah, Dinosaur was. I love was a the tough one Disney movie Jurassic Park, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's universal though. That's, but, yeah. uh, but I have a methodology question for you. Sure. Jesse. Sure. Uh, when you're reading your comic book, great uh-huh. transition. Uh, like, because here's one of my problems with uh, with comic book reading. Like, I'll get sucked into either words or the pictures, uh-huh. and then kind of to the detriment of one or the other. Like, do you try to take in the whole picture? Or do you really focus on the... What so, do you do? it's sort of... I, I get what you're saying, because you're like, do you read the word balloon, and then do you yeah. absorb the image, or do you look, absorb the image, and then read the word balloon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, usually, I agree. I agree. I usually take in the shot first, and then read what they're saying, but it depends on... If it's like a dialogue scene and i want to hear like i want to know what the person's going to say next you know like if it's that sort of a mm-hmm. thing um yeah for the most part Just have like, to be present yeah i mean i I, like. I try to to 
because I'm I'm a nerd and I'm thinking about I'm thinking about like how it's written right and how the how the the if and especially if it's because usually comics are sometimes there's guys that that write and draw like Frank Miller some guy yeah. uh, and some guys do that Eastman but, and Laird but uh, well yeah, that's the thing it's usually two guys yeah it's usually one guy writing and one oh yeah guy they drawing. split it huh yeah because because yeah. Frank does both and like Paul okay. Paul Pope does both but most people it's like Alan Moore does the writing and David Gibbons does the drawing. Like so, it depends on the on the team, and so um, a lot of the time I'm looking like, okay, so the artist is doing this, like he's putting the perspective here. The you know, the, I'm looking at the space of it and like wh- you know, why are we looking at it from this way? Um, and also like weird panel structure and this is something that's really i mentioned watchman earlier this is something that watchman does that makes it specific to comics and this is something that i think is really special that only comics can do and the movie couldn't do this like the character close-up of his blue dong (laughs) right oh my god (laughs) that comic has six panels where you see blue dong in the in all twelve issues, the movie you'd think that the that the dong was a character. Six, oh, six like, panels little, is quite a few, though. Little Doctor Manhattan. That's a, but, I think that's a Seth MacFarlane movie coming but here, up, right? <laughs> but here's here's a great edition. Doctor Manhattan exists outside of time, so he is exists in the past, the present, and the future at the same time. He lives fourth dimensionally, so he knows what's going to happen. And he Sounds knows like what's already Friday happened, night. and and Sorry. so. The the weird the cool thing about he has this one issue where if you read it forwards and you read it backwards it works. Oh wow. And what? so it so it helps you to understand what his perspective is like. Hold up. Let me just clarify. Palindrome? Like, a, yeah, like, like go a, hang a lasagna? Yes. Yeah, like it's, not by it's, letter, but just no, by, no, no, not by, by panel. Letter. By panel. Okay. I'm gonna that go with the so an it's impressive not, feat. Yeah, but, but <laughs> go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna so hog. That's something that you could not do in another medium, where you could read it one way, read it the other, and understand this part of this character's existence. And so that's something that I, you can't do that in literature. You can't do that in movies. You can't do that in television. You can do that in this visual panelized format cuz each this was one uh, each page is nine panels so it's it's very symmetrical. Nine panels. 3 3 and 3. And so okay. it's very easy to see not just how the images go flow forward and backward but how they flow into each other. That's really That's cool. really it's, unique. What's That's it called again? Cool. Watchmen. Nope. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. the the. I mean, that is like the graphic novel. It's the one that where where people started using the word graphic novel, so they can say, "I'm right. a grown and up." Let me I don't say graphic because of yeah. this blue down. Guys, you know, you ever notice the Watchmen? They get in a lot of scrapes. They're doing stuff outside. They get blood on their clothes. They get dirt on their clothes. They get they sweaty. They shouldn't go outside. Honestly. Yeah, they're That's getting real dirty. I got one question for you: Who washes the Watchmen's clothes? I just, I'm serious. Now, they don't show them going to a laundromat. You listen to convince me. They should fight in nice, clean rooms. Yeah. They should go no, into the, nice the rooms. And night play. Owl has a, has a Night Owl washing machine in the back. <laughs> it's in there. You see some tights hanging out of it, yeah. so you can tell, that, yeah. you know. He doesn't have an Alfred. Uh, no, Are there, is there ever uh, product placement in comics like there is in movies? Like, do they have a Tide? <laughs> like, you bottom? know, that's an interesting Yeah, that's, that's a, a market point. right there. It's a... Would pe- would you hate it if you saw like a Mountain Dew in 
Mountain Dew. Thoughts on product. Thoughts on product placement. I find it weird. Thoughts on Mountain Dew. I find it. Oh, I hate Mountain Dew. I'll take the crab juice. So if you saw like the Dark Knight chugging a Bud Light or something, yeah. That's that is interesting. Like, because they, you're right. I never really thought about that. They usually like, yeah, they don't do that sort of thing. They have they. I mean, when I used to read Ultimate Spider Man, they had like ads on the back. That's yeah. a comic book thing, right? I find it weird enough when like real world people show up. Like, I'm pretty sure Spider Man oh, yeah. saved Obama a couple times. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Like, don't like that. That that shit weirds me out. But Marvel loves to do that, where they bring in real world people. And They're stuff. like, it is New York. Yeah, like, yeah. Captain, it's yeah. real. Right? Captain America yeah. like defeated Hitler at some point, right? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in real life. Yeah. And thank you <laughs> in to the bunker. Captain America. Yeah. Thank you to Captain that. America. He convinced him to shoot himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Hitler was like, you're going to have to convince me. That wasn't oh, my God. That wasn't a good. That was oh, wow. classic Hitler. Wow. You, when are you guys going to have a white supremacist on? Uh, honestly, <laughs> you're going to have to convince me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ben does a great impression of one a lot. Uh, well, JK, LOL. Uh-oh. JK, LOL. Yikes. I'm just kidding, Shots fired. I was thinking, though, like, what if we just got one of those Twitter guys on? You know? No, no, no way. <laughs> oh, oh uh, alt-right. One of them with don't, eight, don't, eight followers. Don't, don't give them I a, a mouthpiece. No. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want Ooh. their people commenting on your boards. Ooh. Yeah. Why do they all look like eggs? That's what I go. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's, well, it's, that's uh, nice. it's, sure, they're white, but... I mean, get some distinguishing features on your face, guys. It's time for a commercial. I think so. <laughs> God damn it. I, I'm, I know what I'm doing, all right? Um, no, it's not time for a commercial. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we'll be okay, right back okay. after a word from our sponsors. You've reached the age where you know how to make things happen. Hey, honey, happy 30th anniversary. And when that moment's right, you'll be ready. Talk to your doctor about Viagros. Viagros gives you diarrhea immediately so you won't have to have sex with your old, unattractive wife who definitely wants to have sex with you. Like, what happened to her? Mother Nature was not kind. Just take one Viagros and you'll get diarrhea right away. Call your doctor if you have diarrhea lasting for more than four hours. And definitely call your doctor if a diarrhea gives you a boner because that's fucking weird. Viagros. Call your doctor today. I just want to say there's claims of Viagra's not working um, because take one right now. Tell me you won't well, get diarrhea. Well, no, because because the because <laughs> the women, you know, marriage, unconditional love. The women actually don't mind. You know, there there are you know uh, 15 minute periods between diarrhea spurts. What's and this now? This is, this I don't is an article that came out about Viagra's. Oh, is this a BuzzFeed thing? And no, it was a it was a Scientific Times, and they said that. <laughs> Uh, women are having legit. are yeah, still trying to uh, have sex with their husbands in the 15 minute diarrhea windows. So men are taking Viagra, and they're actually it's causing major detriment to your health because diarrhea is not good for you. So well, I just you, I didn't know we were advertising for them, but I'm, I'm going to yeah. segue into Batman diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. Yeah, well, let's, get, let's get out of this. Robin, hand me my batopectate. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Could you guys like that old show, the Batman? The, oh, the 60s like, one? Yeah, Adam West? You so know, cool. The campiness of it. It did win me over, actually. Yeah, it's very I funny. I do, you know, and it's weird. They're they're actually doing an animated version of that they're about oh. to put out where Adam West and Burt Ward come back and oh, voice really? the characters no again. No way, yeah. man. Yeah, and they're fighting all the, you know, they're, they're, it's animated, but they all look 
Like it's a '60s style. Right. It, it looks that's so really, much fun. I'm excited. That's great. That's, that's a lot great. of fun. Yeah, that and I mean, you know, Adam West. He's had so much fun, kind of playing up his 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 persona yeah. to see him play Batman again. Yeah, like I'm 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 all in. That's for super that. fun. Yeah, I like it a lot. And actually, they have to bring back to comics. There is actually a new ongoing Batman '66 right now that is set in that universe. Oh my mm. god! So. <laughs> I'm into it. Too much when, to choose from. Yeah, <laughs> that that is part of the problem with comics. Right, is, right. is it's the the preponderance of choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's one of the problems of being Books, living in America. You know, you go in the cereal aisle or where, what have you, and there's just like I I what I don't. I go straight for the grape nuts, but <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And Absolutely. I usually just pop a Viagra, so I can never go to the market. <laughs> when have you ever been to the Greek island of Viagras? <laughs> um, I have not. What's you it like, hey, Jeff? I have many follow up questions about viagros oh. did you go there on vacation it's do not go there really yeah. why is it, uh, do you have a hard time well that's why they they actually named it viagros because of the island of viagros um and all the oh, okay all the, the businesses food, being erected the food makes you uh diarrhea on 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 spot on location oh, on premise class dispooped ben you were saying something yeah so jesse <laughs> when you are in the need of entertainment mm-hmm. uh what do you like? What do you get out of a comic book? Like how? What? What kind of feeling does it evoke that a movie doesn't, or that a TV show doesn't? Oh, scale! Okay. It can it can do it can do larger, more in depth narratives than television or movies could ever do because it's not, there's no be- time limit and there's no limit on what they can afford to right. draw. Mm-hmm. So if they want to do something really big and crazy, they can and they can drag it on for as long as they want. And they can really have the narrative and the characters be as involved as they want. And really, again, it gets into soap opera stuff. But like the way that some of the the way that the series go on and on, if you really do get into it, you know, sometimes there's like you have the children of characters coming up, yeah. and like, and you, and you know, and all these different. So it can get so dense, and that that there's nothing else like it. That can that has that much story and that much character relationships and uh, and just complex intertwining narratives. It's very similar to way to the way novels work, but it's more uh, because it's visual. It can do even more because, like I said, it doesn't have to take time to put in descriptions of things. Right. It can just do and it can do action and it can do fights and battles in ways like you can't really read a battle the way that it's chaotic. The way that you know. And uh, and and in movies they can, but it's still limited by what they can afford to do. Right. And so in the comics they can do whatever the hell they want at to whatever scale they want for however long they want. It's unrestrained in the way that other visual mediums have to for for reason one reason or another have to hold back. Mm. And so it does. It's it's bigger. It's bigger. It it can it can build a like like and there's things that like comics do that that uh, like if you guys ever have you ever watched Firefly? Yes. Okay. If you like Firefly, Jeff has not. I can almost guarantee. Okay. Yeah. Well, there there are things that like they that you know the show's over. The actors are too old and they're all committed. But they they've done a couple of stories that people wanted to see in comic form. Yeah, I heard about so that. So you can get nar- closure on things that. In other mediums, they wouldn't be able to do because mm. actors age, because of money, because of time right. and scheduling. And so this allows for characters and and things to to get to happen 
and it doesn't have to be like, well, they're older now, but this is why. Like, right. you know, all these right. kind of shoot like you can you can have things be perfect. I kind of like Calvin and Hobbes is a perfect example because he was like, I'm out. Like, I'm this yeah. is perfect and I'm not going to hang yeah. out long enough to mess it up. Yeah. And like comics, that's the only medium. Where yeah. television, television is flawed it's because well, Maybe. no, but it, it, because people want to see it keep going and keep going, yeah. and so it doesn't have an ending. And if it right. do, like if it you know it, it's it's something where it's like I think like the wire is one of the few where it, it actually feels mm. final yeah. and done. Yeah. But like for the most part, you know, shows just kind of peter out. And like narrative, that doesn't happen in storytelling. You don't sit around and tell someone a story until you're tired of the characters. They end, and like. So I, you know, I like television doesn't really do that. Movies, they can you can have an ongoing series, but there's years in between them. Again, actors age, and there's a limitation on how popular the last one is to what they can do with the yeah. next one. Yeah. So this has this freedom to that the creator, whatever they want to do with their world, they can do it. Yeah, and there's no and there's not nearly the kind of oversight or questions about what they can say or can't say and what people are going to think. And so it's just larger freer and uh and uh, just sprawling in a way that i didn't even understand narratives could be until right. i really got yeah. deep into some of the the series that i'm into well, four, more that, four more years <laughs> i think i think uh it was a lovely closing argument we're ready for the verdicts yeah ben. yeah uh i would say for me the density seems to be the the most driving uh the biggest reason i should get into comics now I, I gotta say I'm not fully convinced, but what I'm wondering is: is there, a, you know, how they anthologize? Like, uh-huh. What do they do? You call that an anthology? I mean, uh, or they to, call it like a book collection? Yeah, or, or just a collection. I, it doesn't like. The, yeah. there's lots of different terms. It's all the same thing. Like, because they did that with Why the Last Man. They put out a big yeah. ass thick version. This is like the b- copy of Bone I have here. There's nine of these, but they put out like a big fat one if you want to get the whole thing to. So re- like, what's it. a good? I was thinking, what's a good one I could check out? Like, buy a twenty dollar version of. What do you think? Like X Men or one of the. I would see. I th- I think. I think what what y'all like are, dip my toe I think in what y'all I'm... are missing the most of are sh- are shorter series mm-hmm. because it's I think okay. what you said at the beginning is that it's too much commitment and I understand that right. so you, you it's better to pick something that's a little shorter and more into like did you guys ever see uh, Ghost World yeah, I the, did see the, that. Uh, Ricky Gervais? No, no. With, uh, <laughs> with early er, Thora Birch, very young Scarlett Johansson, like her second or third movie, two thousand one. Oh. I did. Oh, Jeff and Thayer is a no. It was a baby. Uh, it rings a bell. It rings a bell. Well, it's an it's an adaptation of a graphic novel. It's it's just a self contained piece, and and it's just uh, it's about these two kind of eccentric girls who are friends and you know and this kind of it's it's uh it's kind of auto has this kind of autobiographical feel even though it's written by a dude but um <laughs> yeah i'll have to check that no so ghost world yeah yeah there might be an anthology worth checking out. and that's the thing is that like a lot of uh there's just so many different little pockets to choose from like you can go with the big famous stuff or you can go with the more underground stuff there's weird offbeat stuff like it depends on and there's funny stuff. Like it just depends on what kind. If do you want it to be serious or silly or dramatic or you know poignant? Like there's some like uh, 
there's there's this like I mentioned uh, why the why the last man the Brian, and Brian K Vaughn has this other thing called Ex Machina, which is oh, yeah. this really weird one about this superhero. He gets powers and he gets elected the mayor of New York, and it's about him being mayor. What? But like using his powers and stuff, like because he has this weird controller control. funds this, now. <laughs> he has this weird like control over technology and stuff, and uh, and it's sprinkled throughout with all these weird old anecdotes about New York history. Damn, it's that's this cool. very that's that's specific, and that's the thing with comics; they do these kinds of things. Honestly, it's the this is. This is a rant I've been wanting to make for, uh, for a while, actually, is that in the, in the 80s and 90s, what, move, what used to make a movie, someone would tell you an idea, like some crazy out of premise, and you'd be like, right. man, I'd watch that. Yeah, high you concept. Know? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Some kind of a high concept thing. Now, we, with all the reboots and everything having to be prepackaged and safe comics are where you get that kind of novelty ah, now. Yeah. That's where okay. people take a crazy premise and make it work. And like, and that's something that you don't get to see on screen as much anymore. That gets me a little so, bit, yeah. Because high concept comedies, I love. I loved, I loved a lot of those Ghostbusters. Yeah, and, and so like, you were like a kind of, and now you're. A, I'm, I'm uh, leaning towards it. I'll probably go buy or go to the library and get like a Ghost World, or maybe like a um, like a sillier one of something. Yeah, kind. yeah. I'll I'll email you you guys some, some recommendations because because I, I off the top of my head i'm just going to think of the stuff i like yeah but yeah. like there's so much different kinds of tones and that's the thing is like with me whatever medium it is tone is is so specific like there's a the feeling that you get off of something and because comics are so diverse and so dense it just works in more feeling than you than i'm used to getting out of stuff Mm. And Thayer, so there's more. Like I feel like Thayer's all yeah. about feeling, <laughs> dude. You, you know it. You love it. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> feeling, uh, feeling. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Feeling for it. sure. For me, I would say I love. I do love the freedom of. It. I mean, like a villain with a shovel for a head is just like <laughs> so funny to me. And I just yeah. feel like you're not going to see that on TV because it's like too weird. I mean, like maybe, but like I just feel like comics really can have that freedom there which i like a lot so uh i'm not sure if i'm ready to go and like buy a ton of comics but i do like the idea of just like having a couple that i love just like around the house i'll send you an issue of reed fleming world yeah so i'm like uh i would like i'd like to have a couple around the house i think are funny would pick up and be like that's crazy man shovelhead not again and i I like the art too (laughs) there's there if you like illustration if you like different styles of drawing like that's yeah that's something yeah. that i i just i like to cruise tumblr and look at different styles look at people's different imagery and so you know there's a lot of different artists out there and seeing them get to render you know both classic characters i've seen drawn in different interpretations over the years or their own original stuff you get to you get to really see something that we don't have as much of a place for anymore because we don't really, you know, we don't go to art galleries unless it's something classical and something right. academically. Right. So I I like that there are this is these are working artists, these are these are creatives who are drawing for a living and like it's hard to do that. And yeah, I, and I like to I like to see different all the different talent out there. So that's that's a I like that. I'm Jim. uh I'm Jeff Kaufman. Simon Cowell of the Convince Me podcast. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to disappoint this week. Because uh, I, I just, like, I love everything you're putting down. Like, 
I do like I, I guess what's what struck me the most about this is like the capacity to make stuff for cheap. Um mm-hmm. so you can get like unheard voices out there. Um or just like untold narratives. Great addition. God damn dude. it. Uh I hate you, myself. You can but, do some but, weird stuff, yeah. But like but I, I just think there's a lot of stuff that I'm like I, I like miss like I'm trying to watch a lot of stuff and I'm trying to like I'm trying to be more up on TV media overload and media we are overload. at we are at peak television yeah like there is there's yeah, so. more there's more TV than you're gonna like we're now at that point because I remember when I was a kid going man I'm never gonna see all the movies I'm never gonna read all the books I'm never gonna listen to all the albums no, but I TV. can keep up with yeah. all the decent television yeah, there's only two anymore. good shows on TV yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so yeah so yeah I'm like I feel like I have too many too many things to start getting into comics but but maybe someday, like, this is kind of, like, my cop-out for um, the Once and Future King. Like, maybe <laughs> if I'm, like, out of stuff. <laughs> Who knows? Desert you Island. Know? Retired. Desert Island. The iPad and is dead. Is and, there's, and there's a crate of comics. I will read it. <laughs> I um, guess. So that's Ugh. sort of one yes or two yeses? Two? I no, think mine's a... Mine's... I'm gonna... I'm not committing to a lifestyle of comic book reading, <laughs> but I'm probably gonna I'm, get one. I'm committing to a pickup. Pick up and read. All right. So I'm gonna go with uh, 0.7 out of 3. Uh, <laughs> my arbitrary metric. Wait, I want to I work on you a little <laughs> more. <laughs> Good, wait, good arguments wait, wait. all I, around. Yeah. I'm just curious because I can. I bet there's something that you've seen that mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. that is a comic adaptation that you didn't know. True, and oh, yeah. and True. that you would like it enough that you'd want to know more about its world or more about the characters than was in the thing you saw, and that's what you would get out of the comic. You know, uh, Jeff. You know, Tim and Eric started out as a comic. No, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> absolutely did. Mm-mm. Those aren't real people. Uh, girls. I really like girls. <laughs> Yeah, that's that definitely comic? first a comic. That's an, well, that's an X Men origin story. <laughs> yeah. So. What about yeah, it's uh, Nightcrawler? You, ever, you don't notice him a lot. He's in the corners <laughs> of the frames. You were big two broke girls. It's actually, it's actually two broke girls. In the yeah. comic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. That's um, a good one. Well, what were you saying, Jesse? Oh no, I was. I was just thinking like actually, girls is an is an H G Wells adaptation. The Invisible Man <laughs> is in every episode. And he's public domain, so yeah, you know, they didn't great. they didn't tell you, but it was that's a secret great. backdoor invisible man show the whole time. Well unfortunately, uh, I lied, I'm not a fan of girls either. But really? point seven is pretty good. Um <laughs> Are you really not tough. a f- not a fan of girls? Um, the show the first two seasons. What about the people? I thought it got boring. Um oh, love girls, man. Okay. I got a soft spot. So our <laughs> oh, next what segment, about the gender? And I got <laughs> a about the hard gen- spot. Um we're 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 running short on time, but our next segment oh, is called it. it's a new segment. Um, it's for all the dads out there. For all the dads out there, it's called Pun Intended. We have a lot of puns on this show, and it's not everybody's fault. It's one person, usually. But what we, do you mean? The funny parts? The funny parts we of the thought show? We, would, we thought we would kind of try to contain it all in one <laughs> short section so off. that you, you, the listener, can skip it, as you probably will. Um, so go ahead. We're gonna, I'm going to time it so people can skip it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but we're going to... No, it's, uh, we're just going to make puns. And our prompt today. Okay. Uh, You know, I'll start us off with something nice and easy. Uh, It's a brand new segment. It's a brand new segment. We got to start easy. So, so you just saw the good dinosaur, (laughs) and uh, you're writing a scathing movie review about it. All right. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Uh, You know, this new Pixar film really tried to scale the heights of good movies, and Uh, didn't. It extincts. Extincts. Uh, <laughs> this movie was a Rex. T Rex. 
Uh, nice try, Ceratops. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, nice bront, Asaurus, Todd. It's petered out there at the end. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm think you know, when Pixar executives are really thinking, how are we going to make money? We really got to put Jurassics in seats. And we still got steam. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, my God. Uh, I'd like to pterodact kill myself. <laughs> He's always saying that. So uh, it's like, no relation yeah. to this segment. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Uh, uh, terrible lizards, terrible segment. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, all right, we got one more on the docket. Do um, shit. Just, just this is just sort of like uh, there's no setup on this. We're going one. free skate. We're going free skate on Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball. <laughs> yeah. It's a no, no rules. rules. Calvin yeah. Ball. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Oh my god. I forgot my shirt and tiger. Stuffed animal. That was pun intended. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was that a pun? <laughs> nope. That was so far over my head. Tie. Uh, check back um, in a, maybe a few months. We'll try the segment again. Um, uh, hope you had fun. Out. Let us know in the comments. I'll be playing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> and now we're going to move on to a segment we like to call plugs. plugs. And plugs um, is where, you know, Jesse has given us a gift by coming on the podcast today. Oh, We're going to send it right back, give him a gift, and let him Promote. share his, his creations with the world. So, Jesse, you want to take it away? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm getting ready to launch a Kickstarter for a feature film I'm working on called Koreatown. So, hashtag Koreatown movie. Ooh, Very nice. Koreatown movie. Great name for a movie. Yeah. What's, yeah. Uh, What's, the, the basic premise... It's a couple of acid heads coming home with a big stash, and they get frisked by a cop, Love and the it. cop accidentally doses himself with their stash and is now completely wasted, and he has their stash, and they spend the rest of the night trip-sitting him and trying to get their stash back from him. I love this. Pterodact, uh, kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a quick question. Do That's they do awesome. all of it in Baldwin Park? or? Uh, no, it's uh, it's like around Koreatown. Oh, it's in Koreatown. It's I around known, the guys. setting. It's the title. and uh, So, setting, uh, colon, Angelino Heights. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's the sequel, that right? Sounds, that's what, I'll do all the other neighborhood boroughs of the city. Can't wait. As a, as a, so, so you also do franchise. movie reviews? Yes, I do. I've I've been I've been doing uh, movie reviews at the Boom Boom Room, and actually, I am about. I forgot to even think of this as a plug. I just bought a website I'm going to launch called moviebuffstuff.com. Awesome. And I'm going to start posting rants and my thoughts on movies and movie reviews and movie history. And I have different, you know, some of it will be like visual essays about filmmaking. Some of it will just be me ranting about whatever's come out recently. Other stuff will be like on just different trends in filmmaking and, and, you know, things like that. Very cool. That's great, man. I'm excited. Awesome. So uh, yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have plenty to put in the bio. <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, for me, uh, plugs. This made me think this is not a comic book proper, but we kind of expanded our definitions. This is a... A uh, comic strip. It's a mm-hmm. sci-fi comic strip by Dave Kellett called Drive. Our friend, friend of the podcast, Dave Kellett, the future pod. guest oh. probably. Um, and he's got uh, he's got another series um, that was very popular. But this is a sci-fi series. Uh, the other series called Sheldon. This is a Drive by Dave Kellett. It's a sci-fi 
it's cool. I like it. And he's got a Kickstarter going right now. Um, I think Doesn't he's got like $90,000 right? or something. Yeah, really? and he's already he's already funded. But yeah, if you wanted to buy one of those, they're very cool. And, and I like uh, Thayer, nothing as usual. Nothing as usual. Uh, i got about a month left for my next tweet. So, awesome. you know, clear your schedules. We should make a countdown. <laughs> Just clear your schedules for that. So. It's um, coming. Well, you know, it's the pot calling the kettle black, isn't it? Uh, come to the JT show, Justin Timberlake, for long, at the Inner Sanctum, third Wednesday of October, um, to see some improv. And I'll be there. So, if you it's like... It's a Facebook maybe for me. It's a Facebook... You know, that's all I want. That's all I want. Facebook maybe is a real life now. <laughs> just so everybody knows. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I'm actually going to... I was going to do... Or I just saw Don't Think Twice. I'm going to do an improv review on it. Oh, oh yeah. nice, you should, you should. Liked yeah. it. That really you captured my life improv shows. too much. <laughs> that would be that great. Would be oh, hilarious. That would be great. I don't oh. know if they'd have me over. I can be a dick. That would... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's hard not It's to never going to be good. Yeah. The reviews are brutal. Well, I, except... Okay, I'm, I sound like an asshole. There are great improv shows, but... No, there are, yeah. If you compare it to film... Well, that was convinced me. Um, hopefully, none of my improv teachers uh, listened to oh, what you, I just said. You've had classes, but um, my God, are you a trained improviser? Jeff? Next time, you want to hear something <laughs> wacky <laughs> and woodily with a couple of trained improvisers. Hey, make sure to listen to Convince Me. Like every like, we're tired of having to play the Beatles in front of everybody. And actually, when they made Sergeant Pepper, George Martin, when they when they would get stuck on what to do, George they'd R. be R. like, Martin. "How would Bill? How?" <laughs>